Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. Here, your host, Coach Magali. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope you enjoy. And basically, we're going to talk about the things that do not matter and are not signs of a good workout that I believe people overvalue. When we're training in the gym and we're trying to build muscle, we're trying to progress in our performance, there's a difference between exercise and training. Exercise is just doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff. That means going on a walk, going on a run for leisure, going to the gym and trying new things. Like there's really no rhyme or reason. There's no structure. There's no real purpose behind what you're doing. It's just kind of like whatever we feel like doing, we're going to do. And that's way better than doing nothing. I would have much rather have somebody who's exercising mindlessly and aimlessly than not moving at all. But the majority of us, we start our gym routine because we want to achieve a result. We want to build better glutes. We want to build a better back. We want to get stronger. We want to lift more weight. We want to progress our performance. And when the goal shifts to now I have something to work towards, then we have to train. Training is a method. Training has a strategy. There is purpose behind things. And the signs that people typically overvalue are things that just happen when you exercise. But training is one of those things that the rewards are not immediate. You don't see the benefits right away. It's our whole instant gratification thing, right? We want to see things fast. And if we feel like we're seeing something fast, then it means that we're working, which unfortunately between exercise and training is not the case. So Let's get into the things that you should not be worrying about when it comes to tracking your progress in the gym if your goal is to train, if your goal is to build muscle, if your goal is to see better results, and what to actually focus on instead. So the first one, and probably the one that most people use as a confirmation that their workout was good, is soreness. How much in pain you are the days that follow the training session. What this means is that obviously we don't 100% understand exactly why we're sore and what happens, but essentially it's when you do something that your body is not used to. You do something that is heavier than normal, you do a new exercise, you try a different variation, you do more sets, more reps, whatever. Your body just does something that it's not used to. That is what soreness is. So as you can see, that definition, that explanation can serve both positive and negative. If you're doing an exercise with proper form, you just started doing it, but you're learning it really well, you're feeling sore in all the right places, that's probably a good sign that you did it right. However, you can equally be just as sore by doing something insanely wrong. Your lower back might be sore, or maybe some other body part might be sore that you weren't intending to work out, but it happened because you were either doing it wrong or you were focusing on something else. So soreness can be either good or bad. So that's why I say it's pretty neutral and most experts agree. It's not really important to track how sore you are because it doesn't automatically mean that what you did was good. 
It doesn't mean that you've gotten stronger. It doesn't mean that you're seeing better progress. It just simply means that your body did something it was not used to. And again, that can be good or bad depending on the situation. So it's a good rule of thumb. If you're never, 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 ever, ever sore, you're probably not training hard enough and you can probably push it. You want to have some soreness because it is a good, not only is it a good feeling, but it's also a pretty good indicator that you trained that muscle that you're sore in, right? Like if your legs are sore, you must have used your legs in some way. However, if you're not sore, that does not mean that you didn't train correctly. And if you are sore, it does not mean that you did train correctly. It is something to be used kind of like, okay, I'm sore, cool. If I'm never sore, that's probably a problem. If I'm always sore, that's probably a problem. And kind of use it as a secondary thought, not really like the most important thing. So soreness is not the most important thing when it comes to tracking your progress. It is not that important. If you're never sore, you're probably not training hard enough. If you're always sore, you're probably training weird and painfully and not in a good way. A moderate soreness level throughout the months is perfectly okay. But again, it does not mean automatically just because you're sore that things are going bad or good. The next one is how much you sweated during the workout. This one is probably even less important than soreness. Sweat, guys, is literally your body overheating. It is your body releasing water and electrolytes because it needs to cool you off because you are overheated. It is a survival mechanism. It is just relating to water and electrolyte balance. It has nothing to do with burning fat. It has nothing to do with muscles working, well, partly, but not they're not building more muscle by sweating. Um, your muscles get hot when you work out. So naturally, it's going to increase your body temperature. And if you increase it enough, then your body's going to be like, we got to get this heat out. We got to sweat. So many people focus on over sweating and just trying to get a sweat on and using that as the as a marker for whether or not their training was good. And again, you can sit in a sauna, you can sit in your car on a hot day and sweat your head off. It doesn't mean that you're working out and you're training and you're seeing any more progress than if you were training and not sweating. It's simply water leaving your body and min minerals and electrolytes because you are overheated. More sweat does not mean more fat loss. Yes, after you sweat, you're lighter, but it's because you lost water. And as soon as you go home and you replenish that water as you should, because now you are dehydrated and you also, if you're sweating way, way, way too much, very often, especially during your workouts, it's a good idea to consider taking electrolytes with that water to ensure that we're properly hydrated because it's not just about water intake, it's also about maintaining your electrolyte levels, salt levels, all of that where they need to be. But as soon as you go home, you finish your workout and you replenish, your weight's going to come right back up in an instant because all that you lost, all of that sweat, all of that, it was just water. And it has no indication of how much you worked out, how much muscle you built, how much strength you got, the quality of your workout, how much body fat you burned. It has nothing to do with that. It's simply, simply this. Your body is overheated and it needs to let the water out so that you cool down or it cools your skin when the water touches your skin. It's pretty cool how sweating works. And some people will train really, really, really hard when it comes to lifting weights and they will never break a sweat. I sometimes don't break a sweat at all and I'm like dying because my fucking weights are heavy. It doesn't mean that I'm not training correctly. It doesn't mean that I'm not getting a good workout. Because uh, uh, sweating, my apologies, sweating doesn't have any indication 
on the quality of that. So don't overemphasize sweating. Don't just work out harder because you need to sweat. Follow your program, follow your plan. If you don't have one, get one and focus on the quality of your workouts, which I'll get into at the end of this episode. What are the things that you do want to focus on? Um, But sweating is not one of them. And then lastly, the things that do not matter is how fatigued and, and tired you are. So soreness is one thing. Sweating is another. Then there's the feeling of feeling like you, you can't walk out of the gym. You're so tired, like everything hurts, which I guess is kind of related to soreness, but in a different way. That also has no bearing on how hard you worked out. Like, again, it's the quality of your sets. It's the quality of your volume. It's how you're performing the exercises. Are you taking them to the appropriate intensities? Are you... Um, performing it with proper form. Now, am I saying that if you don't feel tired at all, that's fine? Like, no, you should obviously feel some fatigue and some tiredness, but a lot of people take this as I need to kill myself in the gym every day to achieve progress. I need to walk out of there crawling. I need to walk out of there hating life. Like, no, you don't. (laughs) Nobody who understands how working out and training properly works recommends that like that's not the point the point is not to walk in there and max out all the time and do as much as you can and as many reps as possible and as many sets as possible and kill yourself every session it's strategy there are days you're going to go heavier there are days you're going to go lighter there are days where you do certain things then you allot the appropriate time for recovery and you hit the gym session hard again but it's not about you know trying to get yourself out for the week because you're so fatigued that's not the point most people should not train that way. Not even athletes do that. They have their on season and their off season and they take rest days and recovery and all of that. It's not let's drill ourselves to the ground to achieve good results because one, that's not efficient, it's not sustainable, and it's not even effective. If you're always fatigued and your energy is always low, then your workouts are going to suffer. You're not going to be able to put as much intensity and effort into the things that you do when you're there if you're depleted and tired all the time because your previous session was so bad. So should you be tired? Should you walk out of there with a little bit of hatred for the sport or whatever you're doing? Yes, I think so. But if it's like a deadly tiredness where like you're about to collapse, like your legs can't sustain you every single time, you can't walk out of there, you have to crawl every single time, that's probably pushing it way too hard just for the sake of feeling tired and you're sacrificing on the progress that you can be making by recovering properly and doing it in a smart way. Again, training is not easy. Training should not be easy. And I'm not saying that. In fact, ask any of my clients how hard their sets are. But we don't push them to the point where they physically collapse, where they physically cannot move anymore. We just push that in the sets and then they rest. And then they do a hard set and then they rest because hard work has to be followed by hard rest. So no, how tired you are and how fatigued you are are not a direct correlation with how how uh, how much quality your training sessions were or had. Um, so now let's talk about the things that do matter and the things that do signal a good workout and you should be paying attention to. The thing that I want to tell you about all of these Well, some of them are immediate, but most of them are things that you're going to observe over time. None of these are going to be immediate. You're not going to feel this right away. You're not going to have confirmation for sure that same day. And that's what makes people focus more on the immediate gratification things because they feel it right away. But the things that truly matter for progress are not, they don't, you don't feel it in that instant. So the first one is over time, are we progressively overloading? And progressive overload is what it sounds like. Are you progressively loading over your limit? Are you adding more weight or more sets? 
muscle and performance in the gym typically responds to well muscle for sure but other things if you work out for other things it might be a little different but if you're trying to build muscle and trying to get stronger muscle responds to mechanical tension it needs tension to be forced to grow it's not going to grow just because you want it to or you pick up a few weights so if you're progressively overloading your sets for instance week one you do three sets of 10 at 100 pounds week two three sets of 10 at 110 pounds three sets of 10 the next week at 130 pounds then maybe we might go to three sets of six for 200 pounds and then three sets of six for 220 pounds and you're progressively overloading the weight or the reps that's going to determine progress over time and that's going to push your muscle to actually grow how do you know you're doing this you log your workouts in if you've ever heard any of my content i drill this into people because you need to have a physical record of what you did the last week the week before because that is how we can tell for sure if we are moving in the right direction you if you leave it up to chance and you don't write anything down and you kind of go based on how you feel you're going to be stuck in the same place for months and months on end when easily you can fix that by just keeping an eye out on your numbers and making sure every week you go into the gym you are attempting to load more weight or more reps try to stick to one don't try to do both um more reps or more weight and push the intensity in the sessions by doing that you're going to see progress and again this is a long-term game you increase your weight one time that's that is progress that is worth celebrating but you see the reward of that after like four to six weeks so make sure you're patient with all of these that i'm going to talk about but especially that one the next thing do you feel more confident in how your form and technique and execution is going Form and technique are one of the most important things when it comes to training in the gym because if you're doing it correctly, then the muscles are working as they should. They're going to build in the way that you want them to build and everything's going to be great. And then not to mention, you're not going to get hurt. But if you're doing things wrong and doing them with incorrect form for the sake of doing more weight or whatever, it's going to hurt you in the long run, not only because you're going to get hurt, but also because you are just overcompensating by using other body parts that are not what you want to work. For example, doing deadlifts with your back all bent and not understanding how to brace correctly and how to lift it correctly and how to lock it out correctly. Then you're going to start using your lower back and it's going to get hurt and you're going to be sore in your lower back and it's just all going to be bad, 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 bad. So if you are progressing with your technique and your form and you're getting better, that is progress. Again, that's something that takes time. It takes repetition. It takes continued practice. It's not an immediate thing. You might see changes from session to session, but you really see the benefits of that after a few weeks of consistently trying to master the Romanian, the squat, the deadlift, whatever exercise it is that you're trying to master. So if you are progressing over the course of time, four to six weeks, that is progress and that is a good thing. And the last thing that I will talk about that really matters when it comes to training and and you know making sure that we're seeing progress is overall are you just feeling better about your routine are you being consistent are you showing up even on the days that you don't want to are you putting in effort like if you are ingraining this routine into your lifestyle and add in the progressive overload and making sure you're doing everything correctly it's just a matter of time before you see really good results people just don't have the patience to wait for these things i like i said these benefits don't happen overnight. They don't happen right away. You can see minor changes session to session, but they're not going to be as immediate as soreness, as being tired, as being fatigued. Like you're not going to feel it right away, but that doesn't mean it's not working. That doesn't mean it's not making progress. So focus more on the last three that I talked about, ensuring that those are going in the right direction. And occasionally you'll be, you'll be a little sore, you'll be a little tired, 
but that's not what you're focusing on. You're focusing on, am I lifting more weight? Am I doing more reps? Am I getting better with my form? Am I being more consistent? Is this more of a lifestyle than it was three months ago? Then we're going in the right direction. And if you focus on the three, again, you're just going to see way better results. It's going to be worthwhile. It requires a little bit of patience, but it is always worth it. So that concludes the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you found this valuable. I hope it gave you some insight into maybe a perspective you weren't thinking about. If you did enjoy it, I would appreciate if you did me two favors. If you would please go leave me a five-star review on the app and let me know what you think. Let me know your, your favorite part about the show so far. And also share it with a friend or on your stories or with anybody that you think could also benefit from this conversation. I would truly appreciate your support in helping me spread that message. So thank you all for being here. I appreciate you as always, and I will catch you in the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye.